Hi, and welcome to another one of our little podcasts. And today we are beginning a look at Lent, uh, which we really haven't done too much of because I've been busy doing a lot of other things, uh, kind of in the background. And what you probably need to be aware of is that I have been doing a lot of changes, as you've kind of noted with some of the uh, podcasts that I have gotten up over the last couple of days or at least in the last uh, two weeks, there's been some changes to where I have kind of a give and take uh, with the lectionary. Uh, and that's something that will return probably by the end of this week. I have also incorporated or basically formed an LLC for this particular podcast, and it allows me to be able to work with better wholesalers to get better products to ship out to you and also do other things with merchant accounts. So on the dtesh.com website, that's D-T-E-S-H.com, you'll start noticing some products showing up there. Now, right now, I'm not sure it's got a good flow to it. I'm still going to have to do some editing and I don't have all the stuff up there that I'm wanting to have but it's pretty much going to be Catholic-related material, and I need to kind of work out how to make sure that I have the right stock quantities for stuff. So bear with me. We're still in the growing stages of this. But that is something that is working out on that. I've also revamped the site so that you can see uh, pretty much the um, better feel with the podcast link being on the home page. Uh, which is basically said podcast page. And that's going to be kind of the predominant, this is where you're going to. I also have a little blog section that I haven't posted anything yet to, but I'm going to try to get like a daily blog up onto that thing to where there's articles written. Uh, not exactly sure exactly what I'm going to do about those just yet, but that's going to be another area of promotion for this particular podcast and teaching resource where I will put forth some items that are of very import. I do have somewhat uh, this week. Um, I haven't gotten it out, but I do have this week's uh, lectionary done up. And I've kind of gotten to a point to where I'm thinking that Outside of the actual readings, I'm going to have the give and take. But when we get into the actual reading readings, I'm going to do those like I've done in the past. That way you get the various readings, me reading it to you. There, So there might be some errors here and there of those. It'll have a much more relaxed conversation like I am right now. And then I'll go into like a little teaching. And then after that, we'll have the conclusion with the Amihad prayer for the day. One of the things that I've been in discussions with people about is the possibility of changing up the Amihad prayer. And the reason why is because I had a Jewish man basically tell me I'm doing the Sabbath on the wrong day. The reason why the Sabbath is done on Sunday instead of Friday night, Saturday is because as Christians, Sunday is our Sabbath. Now, without getting into a whole lot about it, uh, there is, I believe, in Acts 20 and in 2 Corinthians, 
I want to say about the 12th or 13th chapter, can't remember off the top of my head, there is an indication that Christians met on the first day of the week instead of on Saturday. Part of the reason for that had to go back with the custom among the Jews of not allowing Gentiles to worship with them. And you can kind of see this in Hasidic uh, synagogues where women are sitting separate from men and Gentiles are sitting separate from both the men, women, and children and stuff like that when it comes into those or in Islamic cultures where they're separated. And as a result of this separation, instead of meeting on Saturday, one of the reasons for meeting on Sunday was just merely that's when Jewish Christians or Messianic Jews uh, could get together with the Gentile Christians and worship. Uh, and that's kind of what developed in the first century. And we have hints of that if we look at different books like the Didache that was written around 68, 69 AD, probably closer to 69, 70 AD from the way it appears to have been put together. And little stuff like that. And it's one of those things that comes to us more through tradition than actually we can look at Scripture and say, thus it say. And a lot of that is because, like with circumcision, circumcision was not something that immediately the church knew we didn't have to require of people. It took a council of Jerusalem that's recorded in Acts 15 before it was known. You don't have to do that. And in fact, what the resolution was in Acts 15 is what can be considered the laws of Noah or the Noahide laws, according to rabbinic tradition. It basically means that instead of the 613 mitzvah that Mamadites outlined in the Middle Ages that were found in the Torah, that Gentiles only had to follow basically nine rules, and they're based off of how they interpret Genesis chapter 9, where you abstain from blood, you don't eat meat strangled, uh, you don't have fornication being something that's out there. Um, you're, you're basically living a better life. And you have some form of justice uh, that's uh, necessary, uh, some type of judicial procedures and stuff. But that's if you were looking at Genesis 9 and trying to figure out what the Jews saw when they got there. So that's some of the things going on uh, with that particular thing. But we're basically, I'm going to keep doing the Sabbath on Sunday. I'm also, because of the simple fact that um, the Amihad prayer requires that on Passover, you switch from summer to, from winter to summer, just like at the end of the Feast of Tabernacles, you switch from summer back to winter, and that changes how the prayer, the communal prayer, if you will, that we, we are to pray, uh, or the 18 benedictions, which is technically 19 on a weekday and uh, technically nine on a Saturday, Sunday, whatever you want to call the Sabbath, um, that there's a little bit of a difference there. So with that in mind, I'm going to keep that where it is and just leave it go towards the end 
because I think it gives a better prayer feel. Something that I have been debating is having the scripture read throughout the thing like I tried to do last year. And I think with the way I have this uh, program that's going to help me do it, uh, available to do it, I can get it all done up. Uh, the way I'm probably going to do it is have one person read something and then have another person read another chapter and try to get a couple chapters in a day and mix up where they're at, like have a reading from the book of Genesis or uh, and a reading from the book of Joshua and a reading from Matthew or a reading from the, the epistles. That way it breaks up the Bible a little bit so you get a little bit more of a better read and go through it that way. One of the things that I'm probably going to find how to do and insert are going to be hymns to kind of break up these readings, give a chance for you to praise God again for stuff that are going on. I'm kind of working out how to do it as a prayer service, and that's a huge thing that I'm trying to work with on that. One of the things that I have been debating with doing it that way is that I might change up the lectionary readings and make those a little bit smaller or shorter, where instead of the Amihad prayer being done, I'm going to substitute that particular prayer for a lectionary style reading or, or prayer thing. That way there's a little bit of a difference between uh, the lectionary prayer service and the prayer service for just reading the Bible. And the Bible read prayer service will most likely be the 8 p.m. Central Time uh, slot there. So these are kind of the little updates that are being worked into this. Uh, there will be more podcasts up within the next couple days. Uh, part of the reason why it's taken me so long is, number one, I had to rework the dtesh.com website. That's D-T-E-S-H.com website so that there can be not just the $5 prayer request link through uh, buy a cup of coffee, uh, which is the processor for the uh, basic buy a candle, uh, prayer candle type thing, and uh, moving ahead that way on that. Uh, and I'm also looking at trying to at least do one live podcast a week. I haven't figured out what day that live podcast is going to be. If it's going to be on a Monday, if it's going to be on a Sunday, how exactly it fits in, and what I'm going to do with that. So that's something in the works that I have not yet resolved. Another thing that I am going to do is something that goes back to my time as a Protestant uh, minister. Uh, when I was at a Presbyterian church, Brant Memorial Presbytery, that uh, used to be part of the Presbytery USA back in the day, but when people started walking away because of their change in certain doctrines, they went off and did other things that uh, kind of insulted them. Uh, there was, during the service, a response between reading Scripture and also getting out uh, some kind of uh, message, if you will. Uh, and the response oral was taken from 
a hymnal that I still have today because the pastor gave it to me years and years and years ago for some reason. Um, and when he retired, he said, don't keep it. It's mine. So I have, and I've kind of marked through it a little bit, mostly because I like the songs. And then I think it was because I mentioned to him, I was trying to learn to play uh, the guitar and also read music so that I could do piano and stuff. And because of work schedule, kind of like now, I wasn't able to do it. But because of the response or readings that are in there, uh, I would like to add those to the lectionary on certain days. That way you get kind of an idea that like it's a Sunday or it's a uh, special occasion like Paul's conversion or the chair of Peter when it's recognized as uh, it is or was on the 25th of February and stuff like that. And part of the reason that I want to do that is because this response oral will help with like uh, the lectionary that with the lectionary understanding and also with the giving me more material to work with when I'm talking to you. Like one of them is a paraphrase of first John chapter four, where one person reads, dear friends, let us practice loving each other for love comes from God. And those who are loving and kind show that they are children of God and that they are getting to know him better. That's going to be one. And then the next thing is, but if a person isn't loving and kind, it shows that he doesn't know God for God is love and kind of have a uh, back and forth kind of like we do or should have in the lectionary in the uh, liturgy of the hours when we're going through the liturgy of the hours. And that's something that I'm still working on to get it done up is the full liturgy of the hours for this particular uh, situation so that all year round I have material that I can just plug and play and do. And this is something that will take some time to fully implement, get done up and have available for you. So we're going to take this one step at a time, one day at a time. And um, when I get there, we'll have this all done up. My hope is that with the incorporation becoming an LLC and having the sales channels available, that I will be able to make this more of a business and provide you with more material as a result and be able to earn a living from this so that I can step away from the world and not have to wait tables, so to speak, as the apostles said when they put the deacons together in the church in uh, Acts chapter 5, I believe it was. It's either 5 or 6. 6 is when I think uh, Stephen gets stoned, so I think it's 5. So those are kind of the things going forward in those areas, and those are the updates I need you to be aware of. So if you have time, check out dtesh.com. That's D-T-E-S-H. Doug, Thomas, Ernie, Sam, Henry.com. And just see what our site looks like. If you have a prayer request, use the buy a cup of coffee link, put in your prayer request. And as long as you put it in there and do the thing that way, you can get it out. 
There is a contact us page where you get to know where the corporate headquarters is for this particular podcast, or at least where the offices are being rented at. Uh, And it's more for processing mail from banks and creditors uh, and from our wholesalers so that we are a official business that way and how they can contact us with a phone number, uh, not for you to show up and be part of the thing there. Uh, So that's something that um, is more for business-related materials than anything else. If you have a question, you can put in a question there, and we'll try to tackle it on air with uh, our little podcast thing. Uh, Beyond that, uh, there will be posts up soon, and hopefully we'll get more traffic to the website and get more things going. But outside of that, I do want to get into the uh, readings for today. And I am forgetting something. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. Where am I forgetting that? Uh, give me one second. Oh, there it is. I thought I put, uh, my, uh, missile somewhere else, but, um, basically those are the things that are going on behind the scenes and in front of the camera, so to speak. So today's reading, uh, for our lectionary comes to us from the book of the prophet Jeremiah, the people of Judah and the citizens of Jerusalem said, come, let us contrive a plot against Jeremiah. It will not mean the loss of instruction from the priest, nor of the counsel of the wise, nor of the messages of the prophets. And so let us destroy him by his own tongue. Let us carefully note his every word. Heed me, O Lord, and listen to what my adversaries say. Must good be repaid with evil, and they should dig a pit to take my life? Remember that I stood before you to speak in their behalf, to turn away your wrath from them. The Word of the Lord. Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. You will free me from the snares they have set for me for you are my refuge. Into your hands I commend my spirit. You will redeem me, O Lord, O faithful God. Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. I hear the whispers of the crowd that frighten me from every side as they consult together against me, plotting to take my life. Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. But my trust is in you, O Lord, I say, you are my God. In your hands is my destiny. Rescue me from the clutches of my enemies and my persecutors. Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. Marvelous and great are your works, O Lord. Marvelous and great are your works, O Lord. I am the light of the world, says the Lord. Whoever follows me will have the light of life. Marvelous and great are your works, O Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, 
he took the twelve disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priest and the scribes, and they will be condemned and they will condemn him to death, and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified, and he will be raised on the third day. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons and did him homage, wishing to ask him for something. He said to her, What do you wish? She answered him, Command that these two sons of mine sit, one at your right, and the other your left in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? They said to him, We can. He replied, My chalice you will indeed drink, but to sit at my right and at my left, this is not mine to give but is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus summoned them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so the Son of Man did not come to serve, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when we go through the gospel reading and these readings today, the one thing that jumps out, at least at me, is the notion that people are watching, seeing what's going on, being upset with what they find. In Jeremiah's situation, they wanted to kill him. And they were listening carefully to every word he said. In fact, they said, let us destroy him by his own tongue. They were trying to trap him with his own words. They were trying to find that little snippet of information, that little soundbite by which they could hang somebody. We've seen this done many times in political circles where somebody says something that is just totally wrong and it's taken way out of context. Because if you sat down and you really paid attention to the context, it, you'd understand that it doesn't mean what you think it meant. And that's the problem with the way people report sound bites, especially when they hate somebody. All you have to do to see how this plays out today is watch how people treat individuals like, say, Donald Trump. Anything that is remotely questionable that he says is run through the ringer. Whether it really means that or not isn't important. Whether the context says it means that or not isn't important. Just how it comes out. And this is not something unique to Donald Trump. 
It's something that happened to Barack Obama. I mean, seriously. Anybody pay attention to how certain individuals reported on his presidency? I'm not saying he was a bad president. I'm not saying he was a great president. He was a president. Just like Donald Trump. And just like the current guy, President Biden. I don't agree with President Biden on a lot of things, but he is the president. And he's called to some level of respect. Although the way he wants his respect is the way Gentiles lord over those, basically mandating, this is how you are to do X, or this is how you are to do Y. That's not how God is. God would rather have us serve one another, love one another, be the kind of people that take care of one another. We are to put our trust in God because he's the one that's going to redeem us. The into your hands I commend my spirit that you find in the psalm reading or the responsor reading today from Psalm 31 is probably the last words Christ spoke before he died. It's recorded in one of the Gospels showing that Jesus was praying the Psalms when he hung on the cross. And that's something for us to reflect upon. And that's something for us to understand is that hardship does come. We are going to be ridiculed. Jesus was handed over to the Gentiles and mocked and scourged and crucified and went through a whole bunch of hardships. And if you are like him, you too will go through difficult times. But count it all joy, because he was raised from the dead. He overcame the world. And that is the gospel.